I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This week on Up to 90, we talk Oasis. Hello there. Hello, Julie. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, yeah, I'm grand. It's a bit wintry now, isn't it? Oh, we've got the woolies on. Yeah, the whole shebang, head I to toe. I loved hearing you coming in in your waterproof jacket. I know, I'll probably take the balaclava off now. I'll, take a few, I'll give it a few minutes. No, I think it's not, it suits you. It doesn't sound muffled at all, it does really it? really draws attention to your eyes. Thank you. Absolutely gorgeous. Thank you. Up to 90, up to 90. Nice week. I had a good week. I was in um, the International Comedy Club. I was gigging there this weekend and getting on great, loving life. In there on okay, the Friday. No need to go on. No, 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 uh, no, no, no. It's grand. It's grand. I was in there on the Friday, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm on on the stage as we do. In as what is we do. your want? Yeah. I look over to the right. And I see this fella who I... Oh, this is Yes, ass. who yes. I was in love with when I was like 14. So oh, you know the way... Oh, we over. He was like, yeah, he was more pacey than Dawson. But oh, but did, sure, come on. Who yeah. fancy Dawson, for God's sake? The head was quite large, that wasn't it? The forehead mm. Not again. its own salary. Not... <laughs> Zoom out, zoom out. Nothing against him personally, but um, the only reason. Well, look, I remember we when they found out Jem was a slut. Do you remember? Oh yeah, that yeah. was the great one. But she was obviously a slut because <laughs> she had blonde hair. Like, yeah, that was clear, and she wore um, kind of frilly string tops. So the she wore spaghetti tops. So yeah. come on, say no the more. The were there, um, so he's he's there. So I have, I, I think I've seen him, I don't know, like maybe once, like for four seconds. Is this your crush when you were 14? Yeah. So like 20 years and he's there. Oh my God, Judy. I Obviously, we both have been at gigs before and you spot somebody you know. Well, the, the guy who used to, my ex used to bring Chinese into, he used to bring his dinners into the cinema with him. So strange. He, he was in the lounge a couple of months ago and I tell I said this on the podcast he was on a first tinder date and my bowels Christ. just went like oh 
Were you and hang oh, on. you just see him when and you did think you of all out? the pleading texts. You're like, yeah. Oh, when God. were you? When did you cop that he was there? He, I copped. I was sitting at the back on my high stool. Oh, um, were you on? I no, I wasn't on. Okay. Thank God, no, I wasn't on. Christ. But I spot him at the bar, and I was like, "Who is that idiot bursting Eaten. out of the three piece <laughs> Conor McGregor?" Eating like, a Chamain. Oh <laughs> Eating a Chamain at the bar, was he? <laughs> the Tupperware <laughs> King. Yeah. The Tupperware King. And just even, I remember like talking to him about the whole Chinese thing. And he was like, I'm not paying for the food in there. I was like, oh my God, your logic. Christ. And he used to pay for stuff with one for all vouchers. Like he'd want to go not to not a restaurant that. or a hotel. But he got these one for all vouchers and work. Right, okay. So it's just so, it used to piss me off so much. We were so limited because he would have a one for all voucher. Yeah. And we'd why, have to use it. Just, I don't know why he used to piss me off so much. Like, why me with them? Like, a couple you of make years it sound ago. like it was somebody you worked for. Something like, oh, he was just so annoying. I just know, such a wreck. I, I was like, but you were sleeping with this And he used to have person. this line, like, if a woman didn't leave him out in traffic, he'd be like, don't be that bitch. Oh, oh my God! That's he was disgusting. real, and you know what? As well, which was another red flag, and then we'll get on to your story, because <laughs> oh, uh, it's all about you. Then, then I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna pass you the stick, and then you get to speak. Cool. But um, do you know what was funny as well? Um, oh, just I just got a mad text there from somebody I work with, so oh, I'm just yeah. gonna. I'm oh, sorry, it's that. a Sunday night. Uh, we're not friends till Monday morning, Monday oh, through Friday. Big time. But another red flag was he had the um, Tiga album. Do you remember the guy who used to be with Kylie Jenner? That's always a red flag. So he voluntarily, nobody made him do it. Mm. He downloaded the Tiga album Jesus. and um, would listen to it on repeat in his white beamer. I knew, okay, now you go. I knew fella. I think I was like going out for two weeks or something, you know, one of these things. Maybe like, I don't know, 50 or something. He had the Shaggy album. Oh, well, no. You know what he's married? Oh, no. That's a podcast. So you know he's married to Dublin girl. Shaggy, he's always in Dublin. Okay, he now, must be sound me. <laughs> I just think it's such... I mean, it's such an allegorical tale. It's such an allegorical morality tale. But the album... To have the physical album, not even like, you know, sing along to on the radio. I'd let anyone away with that. Okay. But the album. Well, yeah, that's too it's much, extreme. Isn't it? Yeah, it is. Red I saw, flag. I was queuing in pennies. He don't me, but still, <laughs> red flag. I stand by, I was Name trying drop, to get I was it. in pennies yesterday and I spotted the Sam Smith album for 17 euro on CD. I just felt like leaving a poster beside it with the word Spotify. <laughs> what who the hell is buying a Sam Smith CD? I don't know. They're taking advantage now of nannies who have not realised that music has evolved. Yeah. Well, I think people know, but some people still like the physical CD, don't they? Okay, Maybe. Well, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I'll have to ask my mother about how she consumes her music. That's a for rip. Sam. Come on. A rip off in pennies in penwars actually i did feel bad because i had to get a baby present yesterday for my cousin's baby who haven't met and i did i did think to myself you know it is a bit bad i suppose buying the baby clothes and pennies because they're so flammable well no it's yeah literally I, like yeah 
he, congratulations on giving birth. Now here is probably the most dangerous material <laughs> I could purchase. Please, cl- please clothe your precious one in this. Like it's just, just get her a bottle of wine. Yeah, get her a present. Get the mammy a present. Yeah. I always want to do that, but yet the baby grow is so easy. Like it's hard yeah. to get the baby grow in like an adult size, like an, a onesie. Mm, I don't true. think it's not the season for the onesies just yet. Just yet. Yeah. A couple of weeks will be there, but I'll just get the mom a present. Yeah. I might give that up. What about the dad? He had a walk on part. Yeah. I mean, it's there on Buy the credits. a box of condoms, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it. you know, Everyone is crucial in the making of these things, but yeah, moving prop, as they say in the business. Um, okay, so this week we're talking about the minor 90s band. Minor 90s band, yeah. Um, you never let me finish my story. Can I tell you real quickly? No, it's good. No, just be quick and then we'll get started. So he's there, I see him. This chap I haven't seen in about 20 years and I was mad into him, wasn't into me at all. Uh, I think he was actually used to. St- no, and he, I think he used to slag me as well. I think he was actually quite the meanie. And then I, I think I kind of started to hate him. But so he's at the gate, completely throws me. I mess up punchlines, all this stuff. Now, I don't think it was too bad, but whatever. So I went up to him after the gig because I told a few of the comedians and they were like, you have to go up to him. So I just went up to him. I said, you're a prick why would you come to one of my gigs and sit up the front? I was like, how dare you? So anyway, and then I left. But do you know what he did, Janie? Next day, he followed me on Twitter. I was like, oh, well, it's too late, baby. Now it's too late. So what we're going to be doing, listener, over the next few weeks, by the way, just a quick reminder, Dublin Podcast Festival Still a couple of tickets left. 12th of October. 12th of October. Hall. It's going to be an absolute crack fest. Because yes. And will we say it here first? What we're going do to be it. doing? Yeah. We are going to have star-studded guest panel on. So we thought, why don't we push the boat out for the live? Let's have a bit of crack. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's going to be a panel. And what we've done is we've actually gone off and... Like we have, we have kind of handpicked people who we think, people who make us laugh. Yes. Who crack us up and they're going to be great. So we're going to have a panel. We're going to be chatting all things 90s. I think it's going to be great banter. Oh yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah. Will we announce who, like, who's doing it? Let's no, hold off. Let's hold off. Just, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Incremental treats. That's mm-hmm, the, that's mm-hmm, the way we mm-hmm. roll. So it's happening on the 12th of October. Tickets still available at Ticketmaster and Dublin Podcast Festival.ie. We're doing a double headliner with um, Dublin as we well. Are. Yeah. Also, we're going to have some fantastic merch at the podcast festival. Yee-hee. Exciting. Uh, so we're going to have some slogans, catchphrases, if you will, mm. that have um, popped up in the podcast. We're going to have them printed on T-shirts. Yes. And if there's any suggestions from anyone of what they would like to see oh, on great an up yes. T-shirt, do get in touch. Because we're getting them printed at the moment. So, well, we haven't actually brought them to the printers, but it is happening. So we yeah. ha- we came up with a couple of good ones Let's ourselves. Let's just explain. Mugs Julie takes well. all these trips to printers to Mugs, get t-shirts. I absolutely love. I actually went to a printer's yesterday and I was like, here's what I want. I showed them fake WhatsApp texts. 
Oh, yeah. Um, And I was like, I want these printed onto like an election poster type material. And okay. they were like, you have way too much time in your hands. Oh, really? You know, when you're like mid 30s, like I, I just can't. Get all sorts no, there, they were though. lovely. They were nice. Okay. Um. So, yeah, Tyson and Hollyfield, they, that special episode will be coming soon in the next couple yes. of weeks. Because also he did that amazing, remember we were talking about it, um, about his interview on Oprah. Yes. Because I think I rewatched the interview, um, prepping for our extra episode, of course. Mm. And <laughs> I felt I have to say I kind of feel bad having vilified Tyson as much as I did, because I think in recent years he has changed tack completely. And ultimately, if he, you know, if Oprah was okay with having him on our show, well, that's I think our kind I'm of okay. That's guide, our gauge. Yeah. That's our metric. Oprah's mm. our metric. So I thought having rewatched the interview, I was like, I'm really happy we're doing this extra now because I've kind of changed my opinion on Tyson. Mm. Mm. I mean, yeah. So I've, I've changed my opinion Julie. on your cousin. Okay, Oasis. <laughs> Tell me. Liam or no? I suddenly feel the mic just going closer up to my mouth. And at an angle. Liam or no? Liam. Yeah, very good. Tell me, Liam or no? Liam. Oh, no. I was team no. So, 1991, they were formed. Um, We had Arthur's, we had Kigsey, like anyone gives a shit about them. McCarroll, and of course, we had Liam. Mm -hmm. So, they were all in a little band. Nothing was happening until Noel came along. And then Gigsy himself said, once Noel came along, suddenly we had all these ideas. So Noel put a shape to the band. Oh, yes. I remember this. So basically, Liam was kind of messing around with people, wasn't he? And then Noel got involved. Yeah, they were originally called Rain. Okay. As in the Madonna song. And Noel was like, okay, we need to... Now, Noel did give out about the name later. He was like, even Oasis, what the fuck? But uh, yeah. So Oasis, as we know, sold 75 million albums. I mean, phenomenon. Do do mm. in the nineties, unbelievable. Really brought uh, Britpop into the mainstream. Yeah. Can you think of any other Britpop bands that were around at the time? Well, off the top of my head, Blur. Blur, and of course, Noel got into big trouble because they had that great rivalry, and mm. Noel turned around at some stage. Like Alburn was always kind of one of the good guys, wasn't he? Uh, yeah. He and Noel turned around in one stage and was like, I really hope Alburn gets AIDS. So he had to apologize for that one. Very on trend in the 90s. Oh, as well, yeah. It was a great AIDS. slag. Really you good said slag. about him si- since, though, that he's um, a great songwriter and all that. And ah, yeah. He's but sure didn't, he Noel. Do so, didn't Noel do stuff with the gorillas? Or am I making that up? Oh, I don't know. We might, have to, we might know. have to Google that before the end of the episode. Yes. So he, yes, they had that rivalry. Suede were another one uh, that I absolutely loved. Do you remember Suede? Yeah. There was uh, loads of them there around. There were loads. It was a real Britpop time. So it was a great time for indie rock. Um, yeah. So basically, look, they uh, were an unbelievable band. Started off obviously with Daphne, maybe. I think a major memory um, I would have had was going off to buy the cassette oh really yeah yeah the well the second album in particular morning glory what's the story morning glory going off buying that cassette it was such a treat it really was and like just even getting the bus i remember getting the bus into Tralee to buy them roxy records and ah. i was so excited like you just instantly felt so cool yeah to have that oasis album i mean it was just a coming of age thing really there were so many moments um to touch upon i think they're really Okay, we know they sold 75 million albums, hugely successful, but it was the sibling rivalry, really, which interested us. 
Yes. Well, that kind of... There was always a story the about them, wasn't there? The music was great, but I mean, the, the I still listen to rivalries. I, I still listen to Oasis now. What do you think is your favourite Oasis song? My favourite Oasis song would be... Maybe of a few... Stop, or uh, stop crying your eyes out. Oh, not in! I knew you go for an alternative one. That's um, a great one. I can't. I'd have to start singing them now to go. Super them. Married with Children. Great. I love it. Super oh. Sonic. Cigarettes and alcohol. Do you know what? What um, I absolutely love and I find it quite moving is Songbird, uh, which na, 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 came out in like two thousand and three. Yeah, that's a nice song. Really just lovely. I always, do you know who that reminds me of, that song? That song always reminds me of Nicole Appleton. Because you know the way Liam used to be married to her? Yeah, her do I want? Her and her sister had a thing for a while called Appleton. And one of their singles sounded really like that. And I was like, oh, I don't know what it was. But that always reminds me of him when he was married to her. And then he messed it all up. I don't know. Just... Um, the master plan was a nice one. As oh well. yeah, master yeah. plan. Love that song. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they were great. Nineteen ninety four. Uh, so amazing band. Nineteen ninety four. No quit. When Liam threw a tambourine on his head, and that was the so night was he went off. They were in the states. Yes, and he went off then on his own. He went off to Las Vegas. They'd had this fight after a gig in San Francisco. Tambourine was thrown oh, yes. in his head, and that was the night he wrote "Talk Tonight." Love, yeah, sorry, I know. One? I'm just like, yeah, that's another favorite song. Yeah, but it is. Oh, and he says, gorgeous. you know about the girl in the song who he met when he left, mm. and he, I don't know, he ended up staying with her for a few days or something, and he totally, Noel totally downplays it, like he can't really remember or whatever. But then I think. Liam and maybe somebody else has said no I think he actually downplays her because to do with the time of when he met his partner oh, but you yes. know the way like that yeah, song yeah, is yeah. kind of about her of course but then he kind of uh, he just dismisses it now it's like oh well he actually said whatever. it was kind of a combination of like it was about her but also it was stemming from the fact like his brother like he wanted to communicate with them but it was just impossible mm. So it was kind of that dual meaning, maybe. But then 1995, um, Noel got his own back when he hit Liam across the head with a cricket bat. So oh. Liam and a few of his mates popped around to the recording studio and were just annoying him. I had had a few drinks. Noel was trying to work, trying to write, trying to be relevant. And he <laughs> got really annoyed and hit him over the head with a cricket bat. Then August 1996, we all know the MTV Unplugged. Do you remember this? The yes. No Show. I mean, that MTV Unplugged was just so seminal, wasn't it? I just, yeah. But what really stood out for me, that memory of seeing Liam heckling from the nosebleed section with Patsy Kenza by his side. And even as a youngster, I looked at him and I thought, you fucking twat. He had pulled the whole, like, because Noel had done the whole thing of fronting the band because Liam was a no-show and he was like, oh, he had a sore throat. There he is boozing, smoking. Of course, this is when you could smoke inside. And yes. the person who stood out for me as well, Patsy, having a giggle in the background. And I was like, come on, Patsy. <laughs> as, a, as a sassy, worldly 11-year-old, I was like, come on. Honestly, and I just remember like they're that. Real ish, a real ish couple. What were and they on the so, front what of? What I loved about Noel, well, do you remember, of course, they had the secret wedding at like 6 a.m. because they wanted to escape the paps and all that mm. kind of thing. And Hammered. But, uh, yeah, of course. And then, um, Noel, what I loved about that MTV Unplugged, uh, you see, Noel to me was all, I was always team Noel because Noel was okay. the funny one. 
And I mean, ultimately, Noel did write the songs. And I know Liam was good looking and all that kind of crack. But I remember as a youngin, because I was the only one in my social group that was Team Noel. I honestly believed I had a chance with Noel. I was like, nobody wants him. Everyone's (laughs) vying over Liam. Okay. I'm being strategic. Nice. I want to be realistic here. I want Noel. You know, I was just like, I mm. I kind of tempered my expectations and still do in life. And what? <laughs> That's so why much. I am blinded by my own success. Can you hear me down the back? <laughs> um, yeah, but I what I loved about him was, because Noel was the funny one. So that night before the introduce and I watched and I rewatched that MTV Unplugged like I was obsessed with it mm. and every time he would introduce a song he'd say okay so now I'm gonna um just play one that I wrote and that would always you know they'd yeah, always get a giggle because yeah. he wrote them all and it was very funny so um, you were mad for no I was mad for no mad for no but do you remember because one thing I'd forgotten and then when I was looking at bits and bobs I mean there was so much information so I'm just kind of trying to frame it we all know the songs we all know the numbers but I'm just looking at what interested me was the sibling relationship in Oasis. Mm. So in 1996 they played The Point uh, which was a massive deal obviously people queuing. Do you remember the days when you used to have to queue for tickets? Yeah. People queuing for days. Um, They had at that point played Nepworth. Do you remember Nepworth? I do, yeah. Do you remember watching the VHS of it, the video of Nepworth Live? So they had played Nepworth. It was the biggest selling. So this is just in state. I'm not going to go all statistic-y, mm. but this is mad. So two nights in Nepworth, Nepworth, biggest outdoor event, that biggest outdoor gigs that um, Britain had ever seen. Um, 125,000 people, like 125,000 each night. So quarter of a million over two nights. Amazing. 2.5 million people apply for tickets. It's so far and remains the most amount of people who ever looked for tickets to, for, to an event in Britain. Like, that's insane, isn't it? It's incredible. But, you know, I don't think it could happen now. Why? Like, I can't, like, I don't think a band like that could get that big. They haven't captured the amount. I, I, I know what you mean. Is it a bit more diluted now? Like, they so, do you know what it was? They captured a mood and a feeling to perfection. Well, and it was before, like, well, obviously and this whole thing about the 90s as well, but it's, bef- it's before, like, how you consume music and all that yeah. changed. Like, even getting the bus into Tralee to get your cassette was such a big deal. I know. Yeah, whereas now, should we talked about that, the Sam Smith? Yeah. We just literally just discussed it there. <laughs> literally just Like, did. literally. Like, this is totally linear. Um, But, yeah, so in 1996, they come to play The Point, two nights in The Point, do you remember the famous Wonderwall where the whole audience like literally nearly ripped yes. the roof off the place? They ha- sang the whole song from start to finish, which does annoy me when I go to concerts and the mic gets thrown out and we have to... S- I'm like, I'm paying you, bitch. I know. Okay? I'm paying you to sing this song. I even, anno- really I'm even annoyed when hits. people do different versions of songs live. I'm like, do the version that I listen to. Well, when they have the audacity to try new stuff. I'm like, play something now. Wheel out, wheel out the hits. I always okay? love the fact that um, their mom, Peggy, was Peggy, such a character from me. She always got Noel on the late late. It's funny because um, and we we're all like, thanks, Peggy, thanks. Uh, Peggy was a great character. 
kind of feeds into this point I had about the I don't, again I'd forgotten this when they played the point in 1996 they had that amazing rendition of Wonderful Wonderwall yeah but this was a really nasty little trick so the Sun newspaper at the time on the Thursday night after the gig they got in touch with Noel's estranged dad who we all know was an absolute prick he was from Mead we knew about the Mayo connection they kind of downplayed the Mead connection obviously yeah. the dad was an asshole and used to beat the shit out of them and stuff they this is so horrible like I, anyone who buys the sun after I mean anyone who buys the sun anyway I'm sorry what the fuck are you doing but I mean when you hear a story like this you're like seriously um they basically got in touch with the dad and they were like will you phone him after the gig and we want to record the conversation so you can still actually find it online it's really sad so he phones the son phones Noel and says hi it's your dad yeah and Noel is actually kind of amazing I think composed about it all and he says I have no time for you good luck but I just think isn't that so you think of somebody that's at the peak their success gets in touch like the fact that the son were like, we want to hear this conversation. I mean, but did, ugh, did the dad gross. that night though, as well? Did the dad not? Did he turn up at the pub or something as well? He turned. He physically turned up there. Was it that he physically turned up? I think he. Well, maybe he phoned as well. But I thought he physically turned up as well. You know the documentary maybe he physically turned up that was on recently about them. Yes, I didn't see it though. Oh, it's great, but. Yeah, the dad was, uh, he was a kind of, yeah, he reared his ugly head a few times. Not much like, but. And tell me, did he, so he turned up in the pub then? Yeah, I think he turned up in the pub because they, I think after the gig, they went to a pub and they were actually having like great fun and everything. And I think the dad turned up in the pub and it just was like total, maybe that was this has wrecked everything. No, but there probably was. I'd say there probably, I think there was a phone call as well. Okay. But of course, and what stood out for me as well with the 96 um, gig, do you remember when Noel went straight from the gig on the Friday night to the Late Late? Yes. Interview with Gabe. I remember that. I remember that interview and stuff. And And him saying about how his mom wanted him to go. Oh my God. Do you know the best part was that we were all watching it and when Gabe said, okay, (laughs) and then was like, we've got a very special guest. And I just remember, I was like, it couldn't be. Yeah. And like when he walked out, I think everyone dropped their cup of tea. We yeah. were like, what the fuck? But your Peggy, that. do you remember her in the night late? Oh, I do, yeah. Yeah. They all looked the spit they all looked the spit of each other. But and then the other brother. What Paul. was his name? Paul, yeah. Paul, of course, wrote the requisite book. Thanks, Paul, for your input. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Uh, sure, look, everyone needs to earn a living. Anyway, so they had a few more rows. Uh, 96, of course, Liam got another sore throat. Oh, God, he just kept getting them. It's the way them. he sings, uh, you see. That's what he says. Which? It's the way he sings. Yeah, well, he didn't go to America three days later for the tour. Three days later, he had to go, and it was cancelled after two weeks. It was just a disaster. Now, major blowout between the two of them in May 2000 because... Um, Liam questioned the uh, legitimacy of Noel's daughter, Anae, with Meg Matthews. And Noel broke his lip, so he got a split lip with that one. She's and that's really, of them. I mean, come on. And then in Q Magazine in 2005, I love this quote. Do you remember this one? Uh-huh. Noel said about Liam, this is why, how could you not be Team Noel? I mean, engage no, I love, brain. I love Noel and I love Liam, but, you know... I prefer Liam. Like, they're both <laughs> hanging off a cliff. You have a spice bag in one hand. You only have oh. one hand free. You'd go Liam, wouldn't you? 
I don't know now, to be honest. You should let them both. I need the spice. No, no, no. Can I put the spice bag down? You do need your spice bag with both hands. No, you can't. There's no fun in that. Well, there's a lot of concentration needed with the spice bag. No, I probably would save no, to be honest. Great quote from uh, him. Do you remember this one in Q Magazine? Liam is said of Liam. He's Mm. like a man with a fork in a world full of soup. Brilliant quote. Uh, yeah, and then of course at that stage, Gigsy had left. Be here, be here now came out, and mm. still, which is kind of a bit mad, the fastest selling album in UK history. But it was shite. It was pretty in comparison to their other albums. It yeah, wasn't I great. think they kind of say that themselves. So it's disappeared Ish. very quickly. <laughs> then do you remember? Oh, I cringe at this one. Standing on the shoulders of giants. Oh, I mean, I, I mean, kind of lost interest stop. by then. I mean, your reference with the crusty burglar. <laughs> Just he's give that already quote. dead. He's, he's already dead. I mean, yeah. come on. Uh, 2007, was 2009, of course, was when uh, it all came to an end. Pre-gig fight in Paris. Liam broke Noel's favourite guitar. I mean, it's so childish, isn't it? Even he reading it these is. things out, it's I like know. ridiculous. Um, one thing ridiculous. actually I encountered, didn't get to hear the whole thing, but just even, it's kind of of an, kind of, um, an Aoife, what's the name of the sister again? Aoife McGregor? What's the name of Connor's sister? Oh, Erin is the one who's on uh, Dancing with the Stars. And Aoife McGregor was like, Danica, yeah. It's that, that's, yeah. It's off the Aoife McGregor vein. Wibbling, if you come across it, Wibbling Rivalry 1995, John Harris. You don't know what I've been through. That kind of shite. You don't know my story. That kind of thing. It's like, I kind of do know your story because I'm your brother and I shared a bedroom with you, so I was there too. FYI. Uh, yeah, so I suppose Q Magazine then in 2009, Noel said, I don't really like him about Liam. Yeah. NME, which another powerful quote from Liam, he said, it takes more than blood to be my brother. So look, obviously kind of fighting the whole time. Liam went off and formed. Do you remember the band he formed? Oh, do tell me. BDI. Oh, yeah. BDI. And do you know what was funny? Because in 2010, Liam went along to the Brits to pick up an award for best British album of the last 30 years. Oh, yeah. Hilariously picked it up, thanked every member of the band, bar Noel, and then threw the award into the audience. I mean, for Peggy must have been like what are you doing seriously and of course 2010 then Noel do you know what I have loved over the last few years have you been following like Liam's like Liam is so impetuous like he doesn't think things through like he literally just he's like a slurry truck exploding onto Twitter like his tweets are amazing yeah I love I love both of them now what their little online. but Liam is the one like because Noel I you know Noel is so much more media savvy like I, Liam is like this is but then Liam yeah, plays let, up look, to it exactly let's not kind of lose the run of ourselves here Liam and Noel like Noel still wears sunglasses inside do you know what I mean? You better At night. be very careful. So um, <laughs> let's just remember that. Don't come into He's my not an home angel. and bring up sunglasses inside. At night. <laughs> come on. There's lots of evidence there yeah, to prove that. you don't that. give out about the likes of Stevie Wonder doing that, do you? <laughs> no. You're all That's about like the my dad superstition. When it suits you. Anyway, 2010, um, obviously Noel launches High Flying Birds. Yeah. And Liam responds with one word, one word tweet, shitbag. <laughs> Just absolutely love it. 
no I hyphen or anything I just, had forgotten it just shit bag oh, and right. you know the funniest thing is like 10,000 retweets oh like yeah I know the diehards but uh, but then on in 2012 what was happening in London do you remember Emma no what was happening in London but big sports event <laughs> um, five rings Five rings. Oh, what was that? Um, Olympics. Oh, spot. When are we gonna? St- we need to. Just because we know nothing about sports doesn't mean we're gonna stop talking about sports. By the way, people. Um, like 2012. BDI got the gig for the closing ceremony. Which did you, did you watch that? Oh, this is coming back to me. They now got. That you say it. This is so funny. So they got the the gig for the closing ceremony. Yeah, 2012. Big one. And they wanted to finish up on Wonderwall. Mm. But Noel, of course, they had to get Noel's agreement. He had to acquiesce as a songwriter. So Noel said he, like, weekly in an interview, he was talking about how, like, basically, he didn't give them the go-ahead until 10 p.m. on the Friday. So he Ah. said they were literally shitting themselves. Wasn't it so good? That's gas. Oh, so funny. You'd have to do it though. And just, I mean, look, they're obviously kind of play up to it as well. May 2017, no one hits the big 50. Liam, happy birthday, kid. Stay young. LG. Do you know what I love about Liam's tweets is that he always ends them in LG. Like, like your dad like would do. Like an L do. one. I know. So, like, you know, mom on the voicemail. It's your yeah. mother here. You're not and like, he, kind of mom. And uh, we were just talking about it earlier. Liam is uh, great at acknowledging the existence of other children himself, isn't he? Oh, because he had the recent one. Yeah. And Well, I saw him on the piss with her there the last day. Ah, good. So That's clearly great. they're making up for last time. It's, they missed the communion the chi- piss up. I so. love how all the children uh, all just look like Gallagher's. They all have the, the brows. But they just have such strong, like, I mean, we're talking dominant gene. Yeah. I and think that's he, not a pun on Liam's <laughs> I think he really Jean. messed up with uh, Nicole. Nicole. Yeah. But what about Patsy? I think Patsy gets so vilified. And I say Liam was a bit of a nightmare in the 90s. Oh, I'd say he was a total nightmare. But I think, I, I think, liked um, oh, I liked Patsy as well. Yeah. But I think. Him and Nicole, I think he was like that bit older. Yeah. I think she. Well, of course, Patsy, Patsy was a good bit older than Liam at the time. I and think I they parties quite hard. Do. I don't think they. Yeah. I don't think him and Nicole parties quite as hard. I think she probably well, she held out Canadian. a lot of hope. I know that was a major factor, and she had uh, Natalie, who can be a bit irritating. <laughs> We've all got a Natalie in our lives. Do you know what I mean? So Are you having that second wife? Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you know? Will we, you know, Nicole will be like, will we just get the bottle? And Ali will be like, no, I'm dry. I'll just get, I'll just get the one. Well, your one, uh, Natalie was on I'm a Celebrity. Was she? She was on a few years ago. I remember watching it and she touched a tree. I'm a Celebrity, get me in here. Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah. I'm a Celebrity, get me out of here. Get me out yeah, of here. Yeah, but I call it yeah. I'm a Celebrity, yeah. get me in here because I do comedy. I'm so brave. <laughs> Where she's walking through some fucking forest or something and she touches a tree. Okay. It's your want, as you'd say yourself. And she goes, oh my God, a tree. And I'm like, oh, fuck off. She's one of these people who was like I remember on that and she was such a head wreck. Yeah. Did she have so, her combats with her? I'm, well, obviously. And her dragon, like, t-shirts. Do you remember those All Saints dragon t-shirts? Yeah. Kind of with Asian Chinese writing inspired. and stuff. Yeah. Which looks so good against our albino skin tone and ginger locks. Oh. It's a booty call. God, why didn't, that one? why didn't your man from the Inter fancy me back in the day? Uh, <laughs> no, 
just when you used to I can't it makes no sense whatsoever. I know. Uh what I love, I'm going to finish up now on this one. Uh, okay. For in July 2018, Noel got into big trouble when he said football isn't coming home, which it didn't. Uh, but mm. Liam came back with the bit of a bit of a Twitter spatter. And then at the end, he said, I forgive you. Let's get big O back together and stop fucking about. The drinks are on me, LG. Oh, like I was going to say, Liam obviously said Noel that. Noel didn't respond straight away. So mm. Liam being Liam... Then immediately message You're saying, I'll take that as a no, at then as you were, LG. I mean, stop. Mm. It's just, why isn't somebody telling him to just step away from the Twitter? Come no. on. Uh, yeah, so that's about it. And then uh, Liam, of course, threw a strap, big strap when they were supporting Oriana no. Slane. Do you remember Did that he? back in 94? I can remember uh, them throwing a strap in 94 and they were like this kind of like, they were big, but they hadn't reached like net worth levels. Yeah. And during Roll With It, the crowd just got that little bit too leery when throwing bottles and stuff. Liam was none too impressed. Great pun. Have to throw this in. Um, In 1997, of course, they did their three nights in the point. Third night, Liam got a... What? Got a... Sword trap. Got a sword trap. <laughs> Have to give it to... like myself, though. Some publication called the Gazette. What is that? Is that a local Dublin Yeah, Dublin Gazette. There's loads of various versions of it. Okay, Dublin Gazette. Liam misses the point. sorry that touch you here is me dropping my mic thank you and i will say i couldn't believe this statistic wonderwall of course noel uh wonderwall about meg matthews um who's kind of a bit of a head wreck when she talks about it was watching this interview with her she said oh well you know it's kind of embarrassing because you go into a room it's like everyone's like oh are you wonderwall and it's like yeah you know whatever oh who says are you wonderwall to human being Nobody says that. It's kind of embarrassing. You know? She needs yeah, to hang out with us for a Come week. Come on. And we we won't, her and Natalie, they wouldn't be well, like We'd probably on. just stay behind their backs and be real nice to them. Of course we would. And it'd be all social media love and then screenshots <laughs> between the two of us. <laughs> Can you believe this shit? But the week he wrote Wonderwall, now this is unbelievable. Yeah. So obviously came out number one uh, for like a million million weeks mm. uh, broke all the records but that week it came out literally everyone it did not matter what age you were you stopped what you were doing you left your job and you went and you bought to HMV or wherever it was mm. Roxy Records and you went and you bought Wonderwall. That's what you did. Like yeah. it was like you know zombies. It was like Zombieland, Moths to Flame. Do you remember the cover of it? What was your man? Oh, Something the flowers. real kind of. Oh yeah, that was great. It's a wonder world. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. yeah and he had a great world. quote. I remember he was doing an interview with Davina McCall. Do you know what show? What show was Davina on in the nineties? She was on some show and I just remember the lead singer, that Flowers guy, was so sweet. He said, Which she remember been kids, on MTV? In she the was probably MTV. Oh, but I just remember yeah. an interview. You know, as a youngster and you're so impressionable, I just remember an interview he said um, about sex. He said, like she said something like, you know, what's a bit of advice you would give to like young people today? He was like, remember that sex without love is just a sport. I was like, that's actually really lovely. Say that to me again. Sex without love is just a sport. So it's like, he's obviously the kind of, you know, peppy guy he is. 
you know, on, off stage, on stage. It's just the one persona. It's kind of, I just thought it was kind of a nice message to be putting out there. I think that depends on what way you take that. Is it depends on, well, once again, just because we know nothing about <laughs> sport isn't going to stop us talking about sport, Emma. Hopefully, Does it depend on what you define sport as? No, but, uh, you know, that could be taken as like he sees it as a sp- I don't know. Depends what way he meant it. I'll go with your what you thought he meant. Thank you. Okay. I prefer um, that version. But the week Anime Wonderball came out, that week Noel Gallagher made three million. Because literally everyone went up. Three million that week it came out. <sighs> everyone bought it. Yeah, that's the lot. Everyone of money. bought it. I mean when you're thinking you put on a concert and ten percent of the population are applying for tickets. Yeah. Amazing. It is kind of mad, you know. Anyway, so that's Oasis. Unbelievable. Absolutely fantastic. Still Liam. I think I've I think uh, I've converted you no, to No, no, I'm still Liam. I'm just saying that Liam is my favourite. Okay, so we're fighting <laughs> now. Uh, just but saying. yeah, Oasis can't even put into words. I would I know, but I'd, I'd listen to them on a weekly basis. Oh, I was listening still. to them again today and they're still so it's the the nostalgia factor is pretty high with Oasis when you listen to an Oasis yeah. tune. I think just a lot of great songs though as well. Yeah. Even not just What's the Story and definitely Maybe. I mean, like, as we said, yeah. like some of the later songs, more hit and miss. Oh, great one. Yeah. And of course, the production, I think, went out, you know, a bit much in some of the albums. But at the same time, there were some golden nuggets there as yeah. well. A couple of golden eggs. Good times. So listen, they're absolutely fantastic. Dublin Podcast Festival is happening. Oh, one more corrections corner about Monica Sellers. I did Fucking say hell. she got a bronze medal at the Sydney Olympics. And then I went on to say, so that was her first gold medal. And somebody, a listener actually did get in touch with me about that, which is fair enough. Well done for listening. Uh, but yeah, so it was a bronze oh. medal, obviously. Okay. Well, I just, I had a lot of, a lot of ibuprofen that evening. So I just wasn't thinking <laughs> straight. That's true, yeah. Uh, so yeah, thanks for listening, listener. Dublin nice Podcast Festival, up. tickets available on Ticketmaster.ie and also Dublin Podcast Festival.ie. We will see you there. Chat you soon. Thanks for listening. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. 